Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. I am selfishly very excited for this week's episode. We are joined by Annalise, aka Mod Farm Chick on Instagram. She has so graciously accepted another invitation back to the podcast. So welcome back, Annalise. Yeah, happy to be here. It's, it just feels good to have a return. We, uh, well, me, I, uh, getting to the tail end of the pregnancy and I'm hitting like that panic, that panic mode where <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know if that ever goes away. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to ask Becca and Annalise some mom advice. So any first time moms out there, any farm moms in general that have questions, I'm going to try to pick their brains tonight and see what they have to suggest or just any funny advice that I should be uh, taking mental note of. So before we get into that, do you guys want to do some highs and lows? Love to. Do it. Uh, Becca, you're always a fun one to start with. <laughs> Do you want to start with some lows? Lows. Yes, I prepared for this episode. <laughs> I was thinking about it earlier and I wrote notes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I was tired of being like, what? <laughs> so anyways, um, <laughs> my low uh, besides like not sleeping great anymore at night and I don't know if you can tell I just keep moving because I'm really uncomfortable um, a little bit of mom guilt today Sophia um, is doing like a it's it's kind of like summer school for 4k um, it's just it's three days a week for three different weeks and then they get to just like meet their teachers and like other kids in the class and stuff but she gets to ride the bus uh, and she's super excited about it and I mean, I missed all that today, which kind of sucked. So like Joey brought her to the bus and then um, our daycare lady is, uh, she's got a kid in Sophia's class, so it works out nice. And then she got her from the bus with her daughter and other kids to bring her to daycare because it only went to like 1130 or something like that. So I was still stuck at work. So I just kind of sucked because I'm like, you wish you could be there. But at the same time, almost any working parent would probably have a hard time like getting out of work at like 11 30 to get their child so mm-hmm. try not to like get to me and she had a blast so what you gonna do well that sucks <laughs> <laughs> good yep i don't know how to follow that one up um but she had a good day she's like how often does she go um so this week is just monday tuesday wednesday from like 8 to 11 30 i think and then there's two different weeks in july that it's the same thing um and then once she starts school she'll go four days a week like full days but yeah it's just it's kind of nice that she can kind of like learn to ride the bus with not as many kids and then pretty much know everyone in her class as long as they're going to this and they just, I don't know, she said they just like did activities and played outside and stuff. So nice change Cute. of pace for her. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when did she get done with her other school? 
Uh, one of the end of May, like the second to last week of May, maybe. So about a month. Yeah. Well, good. That sounds fun for her. Yeah. What about you? What's your low? Um, today trying to get this episode rolling. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, my my computer. We're just having more uh, struggle bus issues with the computer and internet over here. So we're starting about 35 minutes later than we wanted to. That's all. That's all on me. My bad, guys. And Lane. Lane had I had to read a book to Lane real quick. So. <laughs> oh, damn it, Lane. <laughs> it's always the kid's fault. Yeah, I always right? blame them. <laughs> Mom tip there's your first, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, there's your first tip. <laughs> How about you, Annalise? What was your low for the week? Um, probably getting in a screaming match with Sage again. That girl, I like I don't know if anybody else has children like this, but she's just she goes from zero to sixty over the littlest things, and there's no like calming her down or like I try to stay calm and talk her through it and she just flies off the handle and she doesn't want to listen. She doesn't want to apologize. Like she just screams and I don't know like how to help her with her emotions. And it's really hard to keep my emotions in check and not just like freak out. She, <sighs> so, she takes after her father, eh? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I honestly, it's probably more of me, which makes it worse. But uh, I was going to say, yeah. That sounds that a lot like hard. me. I feel you, girl. <laughs> Sometimes, not that this works all the time, but I'll just be like, come give me a hug. And sometimes it works and sometimes they just yeah. keep screaming at you. But <laughs> I tried that. I'm like, I'm trying to, or just like deep breaths or like, <laughs> ah, nothing works. Nothing just works. Like, I haven't found it yet. Get a spray bottle of water, maybe. <laughs> spray them like a cat. I am not opposed. Yeah, if it works, it works. Exactly. I feel like it would stun her enough to make her stop screaming at least. <laughs> yeah, at least for like a second. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Let um, me know if you try that. <laughs> I will. I will. Stay tuned. Hmm. All right. So turning it back on you, Annalise, do you have any highs for the week? Uh, my highs? Probably just that we got some rain and mm-hmm. cooled off a little bit. Uh, today was almost a little too chilly, but yeah, good weather. Yeah, today was very different. I think we had a high of like 63, maybe. Yeah, wow. I, was wearing, I was wearing a vest. Yeah, I, had a swe- I, I was actually wearing your sweatshirt all day today. <laughs> <laughs> a little chilly. Mm-hmm. We were like 70 something, but it was a strong breeze, so I had pants on all day and I had a sweatshirt on most of the day too and it mm-hmm. like it was it was weird to wear pants <laughs> yeah. yeah felt good though we didn't get a whole lot of rain we only got like uh I think a quarter inch total the last Ooh. couple days but better than nothing so we're not complaining that much yeah yeah enough to make the grass green again mm-hmm. uh no ours is <laughs> ours is too far gone <laughs> we haven't gotten rain in like I don't know how many weeks, so we're pretty bad. Yeah, I think we were on like three weeks, maybe. Yeah. Surprisingly, though, I feel like the crops, like our alfalfa looks really good, and it hasn't really had any rain since we cut it, so I don't know if it's just living off humidity or what, but 
Yeah, um, ours is kind of the same. Like, so I'm sure the difference from just that little bit of rain is gonna be really good. But mm-hmm. <sighs> what about you, Amber? What's your high? Um, I almost forgot about this one, but we had our first sponsorship opportunity for the podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. How did I forget? (laughs) I purposely didn't delete this one because I just laughed way too much. Um, so you guys, we might (laughs) strong emphasis on might, um, reach back out to this company that's called smooth by balls. (laughs) (laughs) it's uh what it sounds like it's basically like a manscaping kit type (laughs) thing um they i don't really want to talk about it but (laughs) you can get smooth balls (laughs) yeah they need to know there's like grooming kits that you can get through them and um I like sometimes these companies that reach out to you because people reach out to me on Instagram too. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. do you, have you even looked at my account? Like I get so many, (laughs) not that I'm against organic farming, but I'm very like pro conventional. I'm not into, I don't know, any foo-foo-y whatever stuff. And I'm just like, do you look what I at what I'm sharing I'm probably not the right person for you (laughs) or it cracks me up when we get um messages from like activewear companies or like fitness models and like oh we want you to model for us I'm like yeah swimsuits (laughs) it's like really (laughs) have you seen me (laughs) see me in this kiddie pool out here (laughs) right (laughs) thank you but um pass except for smooth my balls that is still up in the air yeah i mean mean, it has a nice ring to it it does the marketing itself is just yeah yeah. when the guys join um maybe maybe get their opinion on it (laughs) i'll have to read them though (laughs) maybe smooth my balls could just sponsor that episode (laughs) yeah this yeah, episode brought to you by Smooth, smooth My Balls. My balls. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think Tom would be the perfect candidate to read that ad. I tell you, if there is, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, if there is one company that should like promote Tom, it's Gold Bond <laughs> in the summer. Yep. Farmer's best like, friend. Yeah, he gets together with like my brother-in-law and all they talk about is like, putting gold bond on their nuts <laughs> how great it is like really we uh my boss well fred he he uses it quite a bit all the guys do really and sometimes you'll just go in the bathroom and they'll just be like a little cloud on the on the ground <laughs> you know the boys were in there freshening up <laughs> right dan was in a wedding over the weekend and he like halfway through the night he's like I think I'm going to have to be a gold bond guy. Like I can't keep doing this. <laughs> All right. So we found anyway. a sponsor we need to reach yep. out to. So yeah, you guys let us, let us know if you think if uh, smooth my ball should be our first, first sponsor. Uh, anyway, back Anyways. on track. Becca, what's your high? <laughs> I wrote down a couple, two quick ones. Um, I didn't have any swollen ankles this week or last week. Once that humidity left, (laughs) 
I I was very pleased. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, that was all on that. Um, my mom came last week, which she is a saint. She um, painted some of our cabinets. Like we've slowly been painting them that green color. And by we, I mean her because <laughs> I don't have time for that. Um, but she did that for two days. So she had another section done while the kids were at daycare. And then she helped me um, at my farmer's market last week. And then, bless her soul, she put away my giant pile of laundry. Nice. Um, and so far, it has been like five days, four or five days, and I'm still caught up on laundry. So, wow. I don't oh, want to brag. I don't want to brag, but amazing. Here I am. I don't have a pile <laughs> in my room right now. Um, oh, and then the quick trip takeover. That probably should have been my high. That was pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I got to take over the Quick Trip account last Wednesday, um, and I I kind of thought it was just Instagram at first, um, and then I realized very quickly it was Facebook as well, because my boss was like, said something about me being famous, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I looked on Facebook, and I was like, "Holy crap, <laughs> that's a <laughs> lot of people!" But it went really good, and um, she said that like everyone loved it and I only had like two people that were kind of like activisty, but they were both just hidden so like you couldn't even you can't really tell but for the most part it went right. great that's, that's pretty so darn cool, cool. Mm-hmm. yeah good opportunity do you have any goals for the week that are going to top that um yes I need to get the car seats out of storage in the swing and make sure like they didn't get eaten by mice because it's in our hay mow <laughs> so that's what I need to do and then like wash them and probably pack a bag at some point are you about a month out now yeah yeah and it's funny because we at work have been joking that I needed to get through today and tomorrow um because we're running all of our we're doing like our big hair checks we're running all the cows through and vaccinating everyone and stuff so we've been joking like Becca just needs to get through these two two days and then whatever she can have a baby after that so then like the the days have finally come and I'm like holy shit (laughs) I gotta get going on stuff but I did end up getting a a new pack and play (laughs) um so I got that and got that set up couple days ago so we're getting there we'll be ready maybe maybe (laughs) if not I mean at least you've got a place for him to sleep yeah you don't need that cardboard box the next important thing is probably the car seat but I'll I'll get to that (laughs) you're gonna be able to fit three wide in the back of your truck oh yeah good (laughs) we had three um over the school year because I, w- I took a kid to daycare a few times and so we had like three big ones in the back so the infant sh- should fit just perfectly good how about you Annalise got any goals for the week my goals are usually the same uh try to keep up with the stupid Instagram algorithms and crank out some reels <laughs> which god I just hate doing reels but I just want to stay relevant come on um so just keeping up with all of that keeping up with 
farm life, home life, trying to be the best that I can be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the 4-H motto. <laughs> yeah. You're doing great, sweetie. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I really like your reels. They're all pretty, they're all, they're all top notch. Thanks. I've got, see, I'm like good at coming up with the ideas, but it's the implementing Execution. of them. Yes. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Or like sometimes I think of one and then I just never get to it. And then I see someone else do like pretty yes. much exactly what I was going to do. And then I'm like, crap, I can't do that anymore. I know. If I had a nickel, I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> I wanted to do that. Yeah. Oh, well. They're fun. They're just time consuming. They are. And it's always awkward, like bringing out a tripod or something and just setting it out in the open and just hoping nobody yeah. drives by and watches what you're doing. No. Yeah. I don't, do you, how many work on the cranberry farm? <laughs> is that what you say? Like, is it mostly just you and your family so you don't have to be too embarrassed? Uh, yeah. And at this point, like everybody's seen me be an idiot, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, I just need to get more comfortable with being an idiot in front of everybody, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's that's the it's worst work of progress. <laughs> yeah. Who are we on? Amber, you got goals? No, was that you or yeah. Um I have uh, a big baby shower this weekend. That Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Does anybody like going to baby showers? Does anybody like doing showers at all? No, I felt it's so awkward at mine. What? So when we had ours, ours were like, I made sure they were all co-like couples. Like I didn't want it to just be about me. Like me and Tom are having this baby together and I wanted to see all of our friends. I wanted to see my guy friends and family too. So we did it that way and we had alcohol <laughs> and, um, like Tom obviously hates attention and didn't want to open <laughs> presents in front of everyone. So like we said that like, Hey, we're going to open these later privately. So there wasn't that awkward thing of it. And it was just really like a party and it was fun. And I don't know. I like the way we did it. That sounds the way to go. I yeah, hate like, it it's so awkward when you're sitting in front of everyone staring at you opening presents. And then you're just like, yeah. Oh, like wow, thanks. It's just like wh- how many times can you say like hey, you know, you gotta be yeah. <laughs> or if you get like the same thing twice and you're like great, so cute. Yeah. And I I don't most people don't care anyways to watch you open them. Like I know there was a few older people at the baby shower, so we said like if you want to watch us open it, just let us know and we'll go <laughs> after and open it together or something, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess if like someone like made you like a a quilt or something, you know, like mm-hmm. sentimental like that, that I could see that. But yeah, no, that sounds like a good idea what you did. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to work on my great thanks face <laughs> <laughs> for Sunday. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Adorable. It's like that little kid that was unwrapping an avocado for Christmas. An avocado. Thanks. <laughs> Who gives a kid an avocado? Have you seen that vine or was it a TikTok or something? Nope. I think 
the parents wrapped it up so the kid would practice like being nice if he got a gift that he didn't like for Christmas. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so they just wrapped up like an avocado and stuff and he's just like, an avocado, thanks. (laughs) He just like gently puts it off to the side. It's cute. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's uh let's uh jump right into some momming advice because I have no idea what I'm doing and it's kind of scary. So, um, I'm. Who wants to start? I just well, would like to go on the record that I still <laughs> don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, I was gonna say welcome to the club. <laughs> Nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> Is there anything now that you know that you wish you could have gone back and told yourself when you were eight months pregnant? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I guess like I was under the assumption that like this is gonna, I I don't want to say easy, but I thought like my life wouldn't change that much. I'll just tote this baby around. Everything will be great. I'm gonna, you know, like me and Tom are still gonna have our drinks on the couch and watch the shows that we want but now they'll just be cute little babies playing on the floor false (laughs) everything changes you'll never watch what you want to watch on tv again they are not going to play nicely on the floor they're going to crawl all over you they're going to scream they're going to need things like it is not like that picturesque thing you think of it's chaos I feel like you were just loaded, ready to go with that. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love them. And there are so many cute things. But, like, I don't know what the hell I was expecting. <laughs> I, don't know. I just, that's what I remember thinking. Like, oh, it's still going to be so calm and great. And I'll never be a mom that loses my shit. That's kind of but. what. I was kind of debating with it's like do I do all this research on like everything that goes into the the labor process or do I just want to be like blissfully unaware like do I do I want to be prepared for this or do I just want to not even think about it and just go in with clear mind and and full heart and just and then be rudely awakened then so do you guys have a preference like would you rather have not known or would you rather have been like oh yeah this could have happened and it did happen and I'm glad I knew about it does that make sense yeah I don't know how much I like researched I guess I mean I knew going in with Sophia that I wanted an epidural that was like the one thing I knew because my my doctor was like do you have a birth plan and I was like have a baby (laughs) right mine was get the baby out (laughs) yeah I was like I'd like an epidural that's that's about all I know but otherwise I'm gonna go with the flow and I trust I trusted my doctor that whatever he felt was needed or necessary you know that's what we would do and that's what ended up happening it was a very go with the flow kind of thing because with Sophia um she remember she got stuck or something she was taking her sweet time to get out um so then eventually they like had me I don't know they had me doing all these things I just listened to everything that they said because I'm like this is my first time you guys have done this a few more times than I have so I'm just gonna listen and eventually they got the baby out and it's fine but (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just I try I think if you trust your doctors and nurses and like trust that they have your best instincts in mind and know that 
like, yeah, this is how you want your birth to go, but the chances of that going perfectly to plan are probably pretty slim. So you have to be mm-hmm. mentally prepared for everything because with Joe, I had the same plan. Epidural, everything's going to be good. Epidural didn't work. And I felt it all. Oh. And I just, I was, it was like, looking back, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but I was not like mentally prepared for an epidural to like not work. I didn't Ooh, really know yeah. that that was a thing, you know? Um, so now I guess this time I still want an, ep- an epidural, but now at least I know if it doesn't work, I will survive. <laughs> Cause I don't know how many times I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. And they're all like, yes, you can. You kind of have to. <laughs> so I think having a plan, but knowing that the plan will probably change is the, probably the most important thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Did you, okay, so this is, this. I don't know if this is a relevant question, but I feel like you guys are around births a lot, given your occupation. You know, yeah. like you're, you, deal with, you deal with baby cows all the time. Does that kind of like, <laughs> kind of, I don't want to say give you an advantage, but just like, and I also don't want to compare it, like, was it similar? Was it a similar? Oh, 100% <laughs> compare it. All farm women compare, like, right? I mean, I said I was calving. Like, I totally used farm Grab references. Grab the chains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if it gives us an advantage. Maybe we probably have a little bit better understanding of how things work and uh, what to expect. But, yeah, I don't know. You just kind of have to do it to experience it, to know mm-hmm. what's going on, I guess. Yeah. We just started taking our online birthing class <laughs> because there's still not a lot of like in-person classes being offered right now. And I wish <laughs> I would have set up a camera or something when we started doing this because like the first little chunk of it, it was just kind of going over terminology and like, okay, this is what this means. And this is what this is going to look like. And then we kind of got through that first introduction phase and, um, Dan was like, well, why didn't they show it? They kind of skipped over like this big part. They didn't show you like what labor is really like. They just kind of explained it all. And then the next slide was like a five minute birthing video, like up close and personal of this poor random woman. (laughs) And I wish we would have had like a video going so I could capture our reactions because there's a lot of like, oh my God. Are you going to let Dan watch it come out or are you going to keep him up by your shoulder? Um, I told him, I told him since he put it in me, he's taking it out of me. (laughs) (laughs) But I think he, I honestly think he would pass out if he was anywhere near that. So he is, he says he's an above the curtain guy, which we'll see. We'll but see. that's that's his birth that's plan funny. is just to stay up by my head also are you aware that you can ask for a mirror that they will like latch onto your leg or I think I, so you can see like what's coming out <laughs> you know that this is a thing I feel like I'd be too distracted to actually look like a c-section I think I would like to watch but oh I can't imagine like pushing and like checking out the mirror at the same time. <laughs> like, ooh, so ooh, I went, huh? 
was like, oh, would, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I would not want it, but a friend of mine had it and said it was helpful because then she knew when to like give a bigger push. Oh, yeah. I. Mm, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't think I anybody think wants to see that. I don't no. like I don't want to see it when it's not angry let alone when it's angry <laughs> <laughs> no thanks that's the perfect ex- uh, that's perfect <laughs> yeah no there's a no for me dog <laughs> I told my mom um I was like maybe maybe I'll just go sit in the, sit in a pool and then when it comes out we'll see if it's a true crayon baby and floats surface or not <laughs> She wasn't amused. So uh, I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, um, so you both have toddlers now. Um, how old are the twins? Are they three? They're three. They'll be four in September. Oofta. And I Sophia. Know. Sophia is four. Yeah, she was four in February. So what was kind of like your best stage with? your children like did you prefer a certain stage over another like I know it sounds like the teenage the teenage years of the toddlerhood are coming up and (laughs) that doesn't sound enjoyable but like was early toddler fun like newborn like what was your preference I definitely did not care for newborn baby stuff I don't know wasn't like just kind of whatever Um, but I, I think I, even though the toddlers have their tantrums and their opinions and it gets wild, like it's so fun now to watch them figure stuff out or talk and make jokes and play pretend. And they just have, I don't know, such a imagination and personalities now that even though they give me hell, (laughs) this is a fun time. (laughs) Yeah. Sophia's at a really fun age right now like she still has meltdowns but she's not quite as uh toddlery as she was so like she understands things a lot more you know rather than just like throwing a fit if I if I explain something to her then she kind of understands it better which is really nice and um Joe's at a really fun age too he's he's becoming a little shit I was telling Joey I was taking a shower tonight and um the light kept going on and off and like I thought it was Sophia but I didn't even I didn't hear anything so I like peek out and Joe just is sitting there and he looks at me and gives me this shit grin and I was like turn the light back on and he's like no (laughs) and like he's starting to talk more now and stuff so they're they're both at really fun ages but like they just there's ups and downs to every stage I think so you just got to keep finding the ups like the newborn stage is hard but at the same time they sleep so much yeah so that's always nice but I'm sure with twins that was probably a lot different too Mm -hmm. it was it was crazy (laughs) but I guess I don't know my piece of advice for that and and whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or like god won't they sleep or won't they this like just remember they won't be this little forever like they won't I don't know, we're going through a phase or still going through a phase of where Lane needs me to sleep with him. Like one day he's not going to need me to sleep with him and I'll probably be sad. So I'm trying to just like enjoy it while it's happening. Take the snuggles, whatever. I look more tired than I should be, but you know. 
I was Sophia at, had oh, that too. Yeah, cool. Oh, Sophia had that too. Like she did not want his want to sleep in her room. She only wanted to sleep like out by us, either in the bed or like in the living room and stuff. And it was so hard at the time, but now she sleeps in her room every night. It just like I don't know what changed, but something just clicked in her head and now she likes sleeping in her room. So you'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lane will sleep in his room. I just also have to be in the room. <laughs> So I guess it could be worse. It's not in between Tom and I. It's just, I have to wait for him to fall asleep. So you didn't use the ratchet strap idea that we told you to? <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have. I mean, it was a brilliant idea. There were <laughs> lots of good tips that day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I... <laughs> Um, so Annalise had put this question thing up on her stories asking how to get Lane to sleep through the night or how to stay in bed. And I think I sent you a message saying to tell him that there is a monster under his bed because that's what my parents <laughs> did to me. And I was just too afraid to get out of bed in the middle of the night. Um, and then I think a little while later, Dan sent her a message saying to use ratchet straps. So if that gives you any indication on what kind of parents we're going to be, <laughs> we are doing great. Um, how was it with sleep and trying to be functional for work? Because I know you both get up pretty darn early. So how is it when you're not getting any sleep? already with a newborn and having to be at work by four or five o'clock in the morning. I think, so my experience was maybe a little different because, so when the twins are born, I didn't go back to the farm right away because they're both in the NICU. Um, and so we had kind of already planned for someone to take over most of my chores, um, but he definitely took a much more full-time role after the twins were born so early. They were born at 31 weeks. Lane was in the NICU close to us uh, for a month. And then Sage was in the NICU for five months in a hospital two and a half hours away. So it was just like crazy times. Um, and I think, I mean, I wasn't getting up at 4.30 to go to work, but I was like taking care of Lane, traveling to different hospitals, this and that. And I think you just, you just do it. Like you just, have to do it and you do it and you don't think twice about it and you'll be tired but you'll get through it I don't know don't you agree Becca like yeah you I think you you get used to it like I remember I've gone back I've gone back around like five or six weeks like fuller time I guess I I usually go back before then because I get bored or help out with like little jobs so I don't have to wake up super early but um, I don't know. I, I really think you just, you kind of get used to it. You get used to the lack of sleep, you drink coffee and you just, you get through it. I, I don't know. You sleep when they sleep, when you can, and hope that you have a good sleeper, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so how was it when you finally were able to have both of the twins at home? Weird. <laughs> um, because I, I had originally planned for the twins to share a bedroom. Like I had the whole nursery set up with two cribs, everything for both of them in one room. And we brought Sage home and night one was a disaster because 
they weren't used to each other. You know, they weren't used to like tuning out each other's cries and they kept waking each other up. And I think it was like in the middle of the night, Tom and I were like growling at each other in the dark <laughs> and we're like, move a crib into the other room. We're <laughs> separating them now. Um, and so they've been in separate rooms ever since, which I think is an odd twin thing. But I mean, they were just like born, you know, raised for those first few months differently that they didn't have that, that bond, I guess, that a lot of twins do. How was it when you found out that you were having twins? Exciting. Um, we had gone through fertility treatments and we knew that twins would be possible. We didn't think we'd actually get that lucky, uh, but we did. So, I mean, we were surprised, not super surprised, but just excited. Tom was nervous, but once he found out one was a boy and one was a girl, he was a little more relieved because <laughs> I think he was afraid he was going to have three girls at home. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Twins are, are fun. It's been a wild ride, but I don't know anything different, which is I think a good thing if I had had a singleton first and then twins later, I probably would have been like, oh shit. But <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know anything else. So it's just the norm for us. Cute. Well, th- I love your kids. They're just so cute and they're so fun to watch. Thanks. Becca, you know, I love your kids too, but there's just something about them little twins that are just, they're just so cute. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to have twins. Like, it'd probably be, obviously, a lot of work in the beginning, but I don't know. I think it'd be cool just to watch them grow up like that. Mm -hmm. It is. And it's just nice that they have a built-in playmate. Um, There's been times where, like, Tom and I, like, Tom will take one and I take the other, and we'll text each other, like, this is really easy when they're apart and you only have to deal with one. Like, it's almost boring. (laughs) So it seems like both of your kids are like spitting images of each of you like Becca Sophia is your mini me and Joe is Joey's mini me and Annalise like it's scary how similar Sage looks like Tom and Lane looks like you and it's just so funny and I love watching them grow up like through this side and being like oh yep I can see like your personality through her and like, it's just, it cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of, how has that been? Have they always just kind of had those personalities or do they just kind of change the older they get? I honestly think they've always had those personalities. I don't think you realize it when they're babies, but now that they're older and then you look back on videos or pictures or think about things they've done when they were babies, you're like, that personality was already there. Um, but you just kind of see it evolve and yeah it's funny Mm -hmm. how about any major parenting fails that you thought like yes I got this down perfectly and now looking back at it you're like oh my god what was I thinking the first Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind I don't remember how old Joe was he was he was very very little very fragile um and I had him in like a little bouncer and Sophia was watching tv one day and he was in his bouncer and I ran to the bathroom 
So I come out of the bathroom and Joe is no longer in his bouncer. He is on the floor, like on his, I don't know if he was on a play mat or what he was on. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just losing my mind. Like maybe, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe I moved him before I went to the bathroom and I forgot or something. I'm like, no, I swear he was in his bouncer. So we had a camera in our living room and I looked at, looked back and Sophia picked him up and you know she's only two so like she's not that strong <laughs> picked oh him God. up just like pretty much dragged him like a little limp puppy <laughs> to the pillow and then I felt so bad because I'm like he like he was young enough that he didn't have like good neck control or anything like that and I'm like oh my god like she could have like really hurt him so that was the last time I uh, went to the bathroom alone. <laughs> Never take your eyes off those kids. <laughs> oh, I can't think of any good funny stories like that, but I guess as far as like when you think you have it figured out, that's when it changes. Like as soon as you're like, okay, we're got the routine, things are going good, they're sleeping, this is great. And then they go through some like, um, what do you call them? Like, jump or leap or their body changes and you have to figure it all out over again mm-hmm. so, yeah that wonder app is it tells Legit. like the different leaps that they go in and it it's creepily accurate mm-hmm. very creepy what is that called wonder called weeks? wonder weeks yeah they've got an app and it goes off like their due date and then it'll like they just go through different like developmental leaps so mine weren't always like right spot on but if they started acting weird or like started acting or like getting up more during the night or something I would look and be like yep they're going through a Mm -hmm. leap like that explains it not that it makes it any better but at least you know why Mm -hmm. yeah because if you think about everything that they are like learning and processing it's there's so much like it's it kind of blows your mind how much they have to learn and how quickly they do it Mm -hmm. okay well to wrap it up I guess I don't keep you guys here all night but if you I don't know if this is just too general but if you could give all the first-time moms out there a single piece of advice what would it be I think mine would be okay maybe a few things one keep alcohol in the house (laughs) two (laughs) two don't be afraid to ask for help um and three like I kind of said before remember this phase whatever they're going through whatever the baby is going through isn't going to last forever soak it up while you can uh the whole line of the days are long but the years are short is seriously so true like I can't believe the twins are already three I feel like that first year I kept thinking oh my god I'm never gonna get through this and now I'm like how are they three like what what happened um so really just soak up every moment um yeah I agree and also I think it's important to like get advice from people and listen to what others have to say. But at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you and your baby because they're everyone's different. 
And what works for some people is not gonna work for someone else. So when people give you unsolicited advice, I'd say yeah, such as we are, but you, you're asking us a question, so it's totally not unsolicited. <laughs> but you gotta take it all with a grain of salt because everyone's different. Everyone has different lives and like how they raise them. Like some people probably look at the way I raise my kids and are like, I could never, but we do what works for our, our family and it, it works for us. So I think doing that and then knowing that you don't need a million and one things for babies. They're, mm-hmm. they're very simple. You don't need a whole lot. Um, I know after Sophia, we got rid of a ton of stuff. And like with Joe, we had the bare minimum because they don't need a whole lot. They just need like diapers and wipes. Some are safe to sleep and love <laughs> and clothes, mm-hmm. I guess. But my kids don't wear clothes. So they're set. <laughs> <laughs> Is there one thing that you guys couldn't live like it, that you couldn't live without? for either of your kids for us because our house is pretty small so sound machines are key um it just I don't know our house is just really small so if we have friends over even even if Tom and I are still doing stuff in the kitchen or watching tv you can totally hear it in the kids bedroom um and those sound machines help a lot and we never really used them which we probably should because our house is tiny too but um, for us, I, I don't really remember with Sophia, but with Joe, um, our swing that we had was pretty life-changing because it's hard to like take care of a toddler and then have a newborn too. So it was nice to be able to just put him in the swing and like he would just chill out and watch us and do whatever, but he was still moving. So he was happy that or my baby carrier. I probably use that more than anything. Yeah, forget the swing baby carrier for the win. <laughs> I was gonna say prime example of how every parent and every kid is different because we hardly used our swing. <laughs> yeah, and with Sophia, I had that Mamaru thing because everyone had a Mamaru, like they were the greatest things ever, and she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so before Joe was born, I sold that thing because I was like. <laughs> I spent way too much money on this and she didn't even like it, but like some kids absolutely love them. So, yeah. 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 I don't know. I remember when we had the twins though, maybe this is just a twin thing at first. Cause I was like, I'm going to be a minimalist parent. We don't need a lot of crap. But once I'm, I was in the thick of it, I was like, get me anything and everything that might work. I'll (laughs) buy it. I'll buy it. It might work. Let's try it. Let's try it. So it could totally change. <laughs> that is true. And don't be afraid to, well, I say this too weird, but I, I wouldn't buy like a ton of baby stuff, like swing and stuff from people I didn't know. Cause I always think that's kind of weird, but like I had a girl that I knew that was selling the swing. So instead of paying, I don't know what they cost. I paid like 25 bucks for it. And it was like the best $25 I've ever spent. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'd buy that from a stranger just cause I don't know. I think that's weird. Yeah germs yeah even though you can wash it but well good deal well thank you guys for all of your help tonight um and next week i think is gonna be a really fun episode too (laughs) we can Um, hope (laughs) we can hope keep our fingers crossed 
uh, we're going to throw the guys on here and see what advice they have for Dan. So I, <laughs> I am uh, looking forward to editing that episode or maybe I won't edit it and I'll just throw it up and it'll be a surprise for everyone. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but Annalise, for those of you, for those listeners that don't know who you are or where to find you on social media, where can they find you? On Instagram, I am Mod Farm Chick. On Facebook, I am Modern Day Farm Chick. And then I have a blog, moderndayfarmchick.com. Perfect. Well, thank you for taking time tonight to be on here with us. Yeah. Um, and thank you for sticking out the computer struggles tonight. <laughs> Sorry, uh, again. <laughs> no, no worries. Thank you for having me. And I hope you guys pop those babies out just <laughs> real nicely and everyone's happy and healthy. And next time you have me on the podcast, let's get together in person again. Yes, please. Yeah, that was almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like what, middle of August, I think. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. And if you're not following us on uh Facebook and Instagram, go over and do that at Forward Farming Podcast. And please feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We always appreciate those. And you can also find us on Facebook. Did I say that already? Forward Farming Podcast. I remember if I'm being honest. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> oh, well, well, throw it in there twice. Yeah. And it is getting past Becca's bedtime. So we're going to wrap this up and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.